the sports voice in southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI welcomes you to Coach's Corner, southeastern Indiana's top local sports show. Live from Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville, here's your host, Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening and welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you this evening from Ison's Family Pizza. And so glad you're with us again here this evening. Our first guest this evening, is, as usual, is Derek Cox, Bates High School girls basketball coach. Coach, you had a good conference win on Tuesday night against Franklin County, a team that's young but getting, I shouldn't say young, inexperienced, and getting better. A Greensburg game that uh, came right down to the wire, and uh, probably if a couple calls would have gone a little different in that ball game, you might still be playing in overtime in that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, as we talked before we went on the air, I think your legs just got dead against East Central at the end. Yeah, at one point, I don't think we had anything left. But uh, we'll start from the from the get-go. It was a big conference win for us. And uh, coming off of the last game that we played, uh, we had a long time between games. And you never know, like, as you put all that time and effort into fixing things that you need to work on in practice and what what's going to show up when you, when you get back out on the court. Uh, and it was obvious, like, from the get-go, that we had made a lot of improvements from the last time we played. Uh, and so we had a stint in the Franklin County game where uh, I don't even remember what it was. We, we got up real big early uh, and just we're, we're playing with flow. And that's one of the words that every girl on the team would understand. We've heard a million times in the 10 days prior to uh, just making sure we're playing together and playing with flow. And we did that uh, very well against Franklin County. And uh, I think held the lead the whole game for the most part. They may have got up 2-0 at the beginning, and then it's one of those situations that you kind of you command the tempo of the game. They made a little run later, but we were able to put it away uh, and uh, played very well. And so you can ask the girls, I think, after the game, I asked them what they thought, and they said, we played with flow, which is great news. That's, yeah. that's exactly what we want to hear. Uh, and so... You know, we, we took a big step forward there, and then uh, that led us in. It gave us some momentum in going into the Greensburg game. And, uh, you know, it, it was a tough fight game. We ended up losing by seven uh, or whatever. But the the girls at the same time, you know, after the game, asked them what they thought. And, like, we got better. And, and it was an obvious uh, we got better. And every little aspect that we worked on and focused on and what we wanted to do and what we wanted to accomplish, we did well. Uh, we had one stint where we had four possessions where we didn't get a shot up. Uh, in the uh, fourth quarter, it was either turnover or uh, something else would go down. But uh, so we didn't get shots up in that timing. In, in the midst of that, I think we had a, a couple calls that, uh, you know, everybody everybody says that uh, you know you you, you got to adjust. But sometimes it changes momentum of the game, and I think that's one of the things that happened. Uh, switched the momentum. They got a little bit of a lead. I think they took their lead from six to eight. Uh, at some point, and then we just never could crack uh, could crack it down again uh, going through, but played their hearts out, played with a whole bunch of effort, uh, just came up short, but uh, the consensus amount, everybody that was in the locker rooms, that, that was a better team. We played as a better team, and that's uh, one of the big things we want to do. Obviously, we want to win every game, uh, and we're fortunate that we get to face Greensburg again uh, for, a conference, uh, for a conference game, uh, and so we're looking forward to that, and uh, it's kind of a testing point of where we are right now and where we want to be at the end of the season when we go face them again uh so it's a good measuring stick for us uh and then the east central game we play we came out and uh, we played two three uh zone on them and uh just watching the film uh we did a phenomenal job playing a two three and they were taking the shots we wanted them to take uh the unfortunate part is uh they they out rebounded us and so they'd get offensive rebounds and that's that's the killer we've been talking about that uh, forever and watching film uh, today in our film review we focused in on some of those things where we saw, you know, we have three people uh, that are boxing out hard and then one uh, 
one or two slip up and somebody goes in and gets an offensive rebound and you can't give a varsity team of that caliber uh, multiple shots to be able to score. And I think that was a major problem. And we, uh, you know, they got up, uh, they got up in the uh, in the second half and uh, just really kind of spread it out on us. And and like you said, we were just I think out of gas at some point. We're I'm, I'm trying to yell foul and just looking at the girls trying to get the first three steps to get going in a run. They looked like they were dragging uh, and stuff. So uh, fatigue factor got us. Uh, played well defensively, offensively. We kind of uh, we didn't do what we want to do, but that's a credit to East Central too. It's a very physical ball club, and uh, just kind of took us out of our flow. And I think f- fatigue, both mentally and physically, kind of plays a factor sometimes in those areas. You got to find a way, one way or the other, uh, to dig through that and go. But uh, you know, it, it, it's a uh, like I said, we get a chance to play these guys uh, for a conference game the next time we play, and so this one's a measuring stick. What is it that we need to work on? What do we do well? What do we uh, still need to continue to make sure we don't make the same mistakes again? But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm solid with where we're at defensively and offensively. We've taken a lot of uh, a lot of big steps uh, over the course of this last week, and uh, just more room to grow. Coach, uh, watching uh, the game on uh, Saturday night. Uh, one of the things that uh, I noticed is coming on too. The Brewer girl is getting more aggressive, uh, not making as many sophomore mistakes as she might have made earlier in the year, and that gives you another backup if Hattie gets in foul trouble. Uh, definitely, uh, she crashes uh, the glass, and I challenged her with that earlier earlier in the year, and she definitely took it to heart. But uh, she, the way she goes after offensive rebounds or defensive rebounds, is is awesome to see as, as a coach. It's inspirational to see if if you're a player, but. Uh, just gives that all-out effort. Her footwork's coming around in the post. Uh, she actually got sick at about halftime of the Central game, too, which also is another pair of legs, yeah. right? That uh, So she went home at halftime, was feeling lightheaded and faint uh, or whatever. But So it seems like she's doing okay and everything now. But her effort and energy uh, definitely shows every time she's on the floor. And so once we get her skill level up to uh, where it can be, she's going to be a force for us down low uh, as it goes. Especially, that, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, especially on the rebounding end, like like I said, she uh, she rebounds well now. When she can find the uh, find the touch to be able to finish around the rim, it, she can go through any contact that you want. Uh, there's no stopping her. She's a she's a train, uh, and so she's doing uh, doing very well. And will continue to improve and work. And uh, each game out, the uh, Nobby girl is uh, becoming more comfortable. Uh, um, I know I I don't know what she played last year, what position she played last year. Uh, but uh, she gets more confident with her passing game. She's going to be a force as well. And, you know, I, I tell her all the time, uh, she's probably one of the smartest defensive players I've ever I've ever coached. And her physical ability doesn't match her mental ability at this point sometimes. Uh, and so, you know, physically, she's she's a freshman, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but her defensive, uh, she leads the team in deflections right now. Uh, she's up there with one of the leaders in steals. Uh, she she gets after it every day. And there's, uh, you know, her, her scrappiness is, is something that's awesome to watch as a coach and then when you hear her ask a question that's like really kind of a next level question right that's always nice to hear that you, she's a thinker too and so she'll process and she'll learn and uh right now sometimes she gets boc- uh, beat up in uh in the physical matchups right still every once in a while makes some freshman mistakes but Probably she's 14 years old yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> she's 14 years old and uh and, and definitely 
you know, brings energy, brings effort every single day in practice, and and has an IQ that is a uh, is is definitely not at the freshman level. But uh, I told her a long way, long time ago that you know, best thing about freshmen is come Christmas time they end up playing like sophomores. I think she's reaching that point. Uh, you know, still will struggle every now and again with the physical aspect of the game uh, and just getting stronger. But I know she's putting the work in. She goes to cook performance all the time uh, to kind of uh, help her out and uh, get some extra weightlifting in to focus on what it is that she needs to do. But uh, her her work ethic's great. She can shoot the ball. She's looked to drive. I, I, I think she uh, drove the ball hard uh, to the hole for a left-handed layup in the uh, in the East Central game. That's a that's a move that I can't get some people to explode for a long time. Like t- trying to teach that. Yeah. So she's got great instincts and uh, getting her confident and understanding what it is uh, her limitations are, right? And, and mm-hmm. physically, but uh, just you know, fueling the fire for her to try to continue to get better and improve. She's going to be a, a a very awesome player to watch for the next four years. Excuse me, Coach. Uh, you got uh, Connorsville this week uh, up there. Uh, Connorsville team that's improving. Uh, if the scores by C are correct. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, Connorsville is one of those. They have that defensive lure. Uh, everybody knows what, what you're coming into. They're going to go two, three on you all night. Uh, so you get a chance. To, uh, the good thing is that you know you get a chance to prepare for it. You know what's coming. There's no surprises. Uh, the bad thing is they do it all the time, and so <laughs> they know exactly you know what they're, what's coming, and they just do a very good job of uh, of maintaining a, a low scoring game, right? And uh, makes it a battle down to the end uh, a lot of times. So we're we're concentrating all week on making sure we're doing exactly that making sure we're efficient in everything that we're looking to do uh offensively and then defensively we're going to try to cause them a lot of pressure uh and make them make some decisions at a pace that they're not used to playing at uh but you know it's a big game for us and i told the girls that uh, as we go through and that if we want to be in the hunt and the mix for uh anything dealing with the conference that this is a must win and that you got to go up there and you got to execute it's a tough place to play sometimes in the spartan bowl Awesome place to play, but a tough place to play uh, going out. But, uh, you know, we're, we're focused on what it is that we need to improve on, not only for Connorsville game, but for the long term. So we're going to focus on <laughs> rebounding drills, rebounding drills, and rebounding drills over and over until uh, we start to see that uh, the impact that we have in practice come out in the games. Of course, then, uh, before we talk again, you've got uh, two tournaments coming up. Where the Franklin tournament, let's just say a little bit about it, uh, and then we'll get a word about the county attorney as well. Well, the good news is we drew uh, Greenfield Central uh, for the first round of the Franklin tournament. It's a team that uh, you know I think I think we definitely uh, can compete with if you look at it on paper anyway. Uh, Shelbyville I think just beat them, but the good thing for us is that they play very similar to what Connorsville plays, and so you know you're going to come out and you're going to see a two-three zone, uh, and so by preparing for Connorsville, you're also starting to prepare for that first round, uh, and then so second round of that tournament we're either going to play the winner of Franklin or Terre Haute South, uh, which I would anticipate being Franklin. Uh, to win that game, uh, just looking at uh, on paper, obviously everything you do, but it's definitely a winnable tournament for us, which is uh, which is kind of a, I mean, you always say it's a winnable tournament. Every doesn't matter what year it is, but I think looking at the years past and the year that we're getting ready to go into, I think if you're going to look compare them. I think this is probably one of the best shots we got at winning the Franklin tournament, which is exciting uh, in, in that we've never done it. And then uh, we turn around and get Jackson Dell at the Rip the County tournament. And so we know it's a team that's been prepared for us, beat us last time. And uh, I, th- I think with the addition of having a full squad, I think it definitely changed dynamics of uh, what it is that we'll be able to do against them. Uh, but looking forward to it, obviously. Once you, once you round that corner of the new year, uh, every single game – is, is a huge game uh, and, and an exciting game to play in. So it's the fun part of the year to really kind of go in and see where you've come and, and start performing as you head in towards that sectional tournament. Coach, and you don't have a 
uh, student body Brownsburg in there either. Oh my year. gosh, they were <laughs> they were mountainous last year. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, coach, the reserves. Uh, obviously, we didn't see them on Saturday night because they played over in the other gymnasium. But I know they won the uh, uh, Greensburg game on. Uh, on Friday night, how about the other game? Yeah, one one against Greensburg on Friday uh, played very well. Uh, honestly, he got scrappy, really got aggress- aggressive on defense, uh, caused Greensburg, caused some turnovers, and then uh, we converted on the other end to get the win. Uh, and then uh, uh, fast forward to the South or the East Central game on Saturday, and East Central just was a physically dominant in every position. I mean, it sounds very similar. Like, I know we had uh, difficulties at the varsity level. It might have been even more so at the, at the JV level uh, that night. But uh, had Grace Eckstein go down and uh, had a hip dislocate. Oh, and so dislocated her hip and probably one of the scariest things that you see or hear about as a coach uh, going through. And so she went off to the emergency room and later that night found out that, like, it kind of went back in itself. And she has some deep bruising and everything. But, you know, we're just, you know, thankful to god that everything worked out okay with her uh medically and stuff so she you know she's anticipating i talked to her yesterday and she said well i, I think I'm, I'm gonna be able to practice tomorrow and i said well, that's great that's a great thought but we're gonna make sure that you're gonna be able to uh you know not damage something that's already there so uh it's good to see that she was okay uh in that incident i know it was just a fluke thing her legs kind of came down hit the ground and just it kind of happened so it was a scary thing to go through but uh she managed to come out uh, okay which you know uh, thank God for that. But, uh, no, that the JV team, you know, shouldn't be disappointed from that t- game. They got better that game. And just playing against the physical tenacity of the East Central team uh, definitely made them better for games down the road. And so they just got to – it's hard to understand when you lose – uh, what what it is that you just got better at doing. But facing physical play is something that uh, in a shorthanded lineup, because we have other injuries, yeah. uh, are something that's big. And then we also got the news today that uh, Callie Kaiser uh, has uh, torn ACL. Oh, and uh, so we we knew it was something, and, you know, she finally got it checked out and got her MRI back. But she had a torn meniscus and a torn ACL. And so she's out for the season, which is unfortunate. And, uh, you know, it's one of those lessons that you take back as a coach and you just bring back to your players and everybody feels uh, terrible. But you never know when your last game is going to be. And so, yeah, Callie's one of those players that, you know, play every day uh, as best you can and leave it all on the floor. And uh, you hate to see injuries like that come out uh, for kids. So we wish the best to Callie and uh, her family into a speedy recovery as she gets ready to uh, get surgery and, and head forward towards uh, recovery. Uh, the C team, did they play any games? No, I haven't, haven't played C team. Because of the injuries that we've had, uh, Kerrigan Haskamp's still been out. We just haven't had the numbers to be able to supply a C team uh, at this yeah. point. And it's one of those things that uh, you always <laughs> you always look at it in the future wondering what's going to happen. But uh, C team games uh, got canceled. Uh, a couple of them got canceled. And I, I don't know, you know, uh, if we'll actually be able to get any more in. And we're hopeful that we can still get a uh, freshman tournament in uh, towards the end of the year. But it just depends on what other teams are doing. A lot of them are in the same predicament we are. Coach, what are you going to be able to do special for the girls? You've got kind of an unusual Christmas schedule. Can you give them any time off? Well, we're going to try. So uh, we'll give them after, uh, after our Friday game. We're going to give them off until a whole tw- until the 26th, uh, <laughs> and then we come right back in. Uh, but we'll celebrate a little bit, too. And that's the thing that, you know, basketball is a game that you compete to, you compete to win, but you also compete as a family. Uh, and a lot of times it's, it's easy to get lost in the midst while you're uh, in the middle of the season and, uh, and forget to appreciate the things that like you're grateful for. And so we'll take the opportunity after one of our practice to go to uh, 
uh, the Big Four probably is where we, we usually go and uh, and have a nice meal, nice breakfast together, enjoy each other, have a little Christmas gift exchange, uh, and then uh, come. Uh, go home and then once we come back we know on the 26th we're limited on days because that franklin tournament's right around the corner uh and stuff so it's uh it's an exciting time uh around the holidays it's good to be able to get off and kind of get away from uh the school for a while and allow the girls to focus on the things that they need to do and their families and uh and friends and be ready to compete come new year's coach anything else before we let you go i don't think so i think that's it we'll see you soon merry christmas and merry christmas to you thank you guys we will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 here, FM Dial, and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Krista here from Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt. Treat the kids or bring a date to visit our self-serve frozen dessert and topping bar. We have frozen yogurt, gelato, Italian ice, soft frozen fruit, and also some no-sugar, non-dairy, and gluten-free options. Top it with any of our 18 topping selections, including hot fudge and hot caramel. Come in and check out our latest flavor combinations at Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt, 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Having trouble finding a quality pre-owned vehicle at an affordable price? Then you haven't looked at the right dealership. At Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, you'll find only quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And their finance department is ready to work with your budget on your new pre-owned car. Come make Whitewater Motor Company the people you know in the car business. Whitewater Motor Company, just east of Highway 101 on 350 in Milan and online at whitewatermotorcompany.com. It's a great time to warm up for winter, thanks to the equity in your home and a great rate from Savista Bank. With a Savista Home Equity line of credit, you'll get the low rate and flexible payments you need for all your home winterizing projects, all from a trusted local lender who's been helping families like yours for over 130 years. Learn more at savista.bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender, the Vista Bank, focused on you. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Gary Mormon, Oldenburg Academy Boys Basketball Coach. Coach, a, obviously it had to be a tough loss on uh, Friday night uh, with a four-point uh, ball game, I believe it was, and then a win on uh, Saturday night. Tell us about the games. Right. <clears throat> well, we did it in the right order this week, Coach. Um, if we're not going to sweep, it's better to uh, uh, lose on Friday and win on Saturday. Puts you in a good mood for the whole weekend, yes, right? Definitely. Uh, but uh, Friday night, we had every opportunity to win up at Chittard, who's got a fine team. They've only lost uh, one ball game. And uh, we actually led by eight points in the fourth quarter, very early in the fourth quarter. And as you would know that uh, in the past, we would definitely be – uh, already starting to think about putting it in the semi-freezer, if not the deep freeze then. But that's not really the style of our team this year to this point. Not that we're not capable of it, but um, we have been a very much of an up-tempo, um, not quite run-and-gun style. I don't think that I would no. – you, you know that doesn't uh, suit how I no, like no. to watch things from the side. But yeah. uh, we're much more that way than we've been in the past. And uh, 
we weren't quite ready uh, for that situation, uh, being in a position to win that game. And uh, they made some really good plays, big plays, hit some big shots late. And uh, we um, we made a few mistakes, but uh, it was a great learning experience for us because they're a really quality team. And we found out that, uh, you know, you're talking about a, a an inner city, very, very strong 3A team that, um, you know, competes at the highest level. And uh, we were... Um, in complete control of that game, um, then it is one other step, and it is a huge step to be able to finish off that game. And uh, we weren't able to do that, but it was a, a highly competitive game, and uh, we gained a lot of confidence from it. Then, then on Saturday night, I felt like we were uh, not nearly as sharp. We we won the game by 16 points on Saturday, but I felt like we weren't as fully engaged as maybe I would have uh, liked us to have been throughout it and maybe that's a little understandable game two of the weekend a uh, little bit of a letdown a game that we were a, a pretty solid favorite in and uh even though they're only 17 or 18 years old they are human beings they they know they knew the big game of the weekend was friday night and they knew saturday night you know if we played well that we would likely um, come out on top. So I didn't think we played particularly well, but uh, as we've talked about before in the past, um, most of the time when you think you played poorly and you rewatch it on film, you didn't play as poorly as you Quite thought. As bad as that. yeah. And conversely, when you think you played extremely well, if I look back on the Morristown game earlier this year, and we played extremely well in that game, and when I rewatched it, I think, you know, Maybe we weren't quite as good as I thought that night, you know, but that's kind of life, isn't it? Things yeah. are never quite as bad as you think at first blush and never quite as good. And, uh, Coach, uh, one of the other things is uh, Indianapolis is, uh, no matter where you played the game at, is on a bus is over an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes. So that has to take a toll, too. Right. And we took off about 10 till 4, and we didn't get there. Matter of fact, we were texting back and forth because uh, we got off the bus at 530, and they were very accommodating. They said, we'll push the JV game back. Uh, the traffic in Indianapolis oh. is really something. On Friday night, it was really, really, really thick. And uh, we didn't move it back. It, it had That had no bearing on the game whatsoever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a long long time on the bus and then you get off and uh, ask the JV to uh, after sitting on the bus for 90 minutes now uh, um, you got 10 minutes to get dressed and, and then uh, 20 minutes to warm up and then the buzzer rings and you're ready to play so that can be a little tough that's how your assistant coach used to prepare for cross country get off the bus and run just run right run right from the bus to the starting line probably right, right? Uh, yeah uh, like to kid Jerry about that all the time uh, Coach, uh, who played well for you this week? Well, uh, Friday night, Jake Johnson had a tremendous game. He had 33 points for us. Um, and doing what he's done all year long, and that's get to the free throw line. He was uh, 9 of 13 from the line, and uh, he also had four threes. Uh, Andrew Osterling had a really solid weekend. He had 14 both nights. Um, had uh, two threes on uh, Saturday night in the win and four threes against uh, Chittard. And, and he's a guy who... Um, is really starting to understand the difference between uh, high school and junior high, basketball junior high, where uh, at 5'10", you're a pretty big guy. And uh, varsity basketball against these guys uh, from Chittard and those places, you're a really little guy. <laughs> so we tell him he is an absolutely drop-dead 
a deadly three-point shooter. And we say, listen, when you got a clean look, uh, uh, an old adage in basketball, save for the ultra-elite players, right? Save for those guys who can really shake and bake. There is no time that you are more open on the floor than when you first catch the ball. When you first catch the ball, that's the most open you're going to be. So we tell him, I said, listen, you catch it and you got a clean look at a three, the play just ended. Pull the trigger. So uh, he shot the ball really well this weekend. Very confident, shot it well. Um, Eli Sporleader had two big, nice games. Again, he's not a high-scoring player, but he had three on against Chittard and nine then on Saturday. Um, Zach Wegman. A uh, big guy who just keeps getting better and better for us. Uh, he had three on Friday night against Chittard and uh, eight on Saturday. Uh, and then finally, Chris Hetzer, who is a guy who does most of the ball handling for us. Uh, he only has uh, uh, t- ten turnovers through uh, seven games so far. So that's really a testament to a guy who's uh, pressured by some really, really top-quality defenders and uh, facilitates our offense very well. And uh, some of those players, uh, all you have to tell them to do is shoot once in a while so they know you can't shoot the ball. Otherwise, just do your job. That's right. Do your job. Uh, That's the Bill Belichick motto, right? Just do your job. We'll tell you what your job is. You do it, and then uh, uh, we'll accept however it turns out after that. Uh, Coach, uh, this week you uh, go up against uh, Waldron, and then uh, you got a doubleheader boy-girl coming up against Franklin County. Talk about those two games. Right. Well, we go to Waldron on uh, Friday night, so uh, I like that drive a lot better than to <laughs> Chittard. Um, no traffic um, snafus, I don't think, hopefully. Um, so Waldron, maybe not as strong as they've been here in the last couple of years. They've struggled just looking at their scores, and I have watched them on film. I have not seen them play live Um but they are in our sectional, so you know that makes makes for uh, uh, garners much more attention than perhaps some other uh, adversary. Um, and then in Franklin County, it's kind of the battle for uh, the, our uh, two-team Franklin County tournament. Uh, so we've won the first two rounds of that. We'd like to make it three in a row against them, but uh, uh, we got to go on the road there to do that again. We played there last year as well. Uh, we hosted the first year of that. Well, you've been in the friendly confines. Yes. We had to pre-sell tickets tonight. We've, you didn't come when we played Franklin County. No, did I didn't. No. Well, we had to pre-sell tickets, and uh, we had to turn away all kinds of people at the door. And, and even then, we had to bring chairs from classrooms, and and it was, uh, you know, just way too crowded. So we said, until we get the new new gym, we'll just come down the road uh, every year. So we look forward to that, and they're very, very fine hosts. And, and uh you know, I don't think you can let uh, what Greensburg did to them this past week or their record early um, dictate how you prepare for Franklin County. They'll be ready to play that game, and they certainly want to knock us off. They're a very, very young and experienced team, and you never know when uh, that spark is going to light up. That's right. One of the things that you could talk to a young and experienced group is, listen, you have nothing to lose. There's not, no big expectations, right? You all have a year or more to get better, and this isn't going to be the end of your career. You could play looser, and we all know that uh, there's a fine line between playing very focused 
and uh, playing that, that razor's edge of being very focused but being loose, too, where, you know, of course we don't want turnovers and we don't want sloppy play, but there is that level of play where you are fearless. And, and sometimes when you have a young team, you can convince them they can be more fearless because nobody expects that much of you. So they are certainly to be, uh, to be watched. I've always tried to tell kids that uh, the more relaxed your body is, when you play, the better off you're going to be. But it's hard to convince uh, a kid that relax does not mean go slow. Relax <laughs> means let the body work, uh, That's not, right. not tighten it up. That's right. Uh, Coach, uh, the uh, rest of the uh, over the uh, Christmas break, what's that uh, like for you? Well, we have uh, we go to um, uh, Madison to play Shaw on uh, the. Friday. Um, I know we're going to be off for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, so then we play Shaw, and that's another girl guy doubleheader. And then we have a team out of Florence, Kentucky coming in and is going to play a Saturday afternoon game the day after that. Uh, so we have, we'll have four games in between uh, tonight's conversation and when we get together again. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. We're 5-2 and two now and, um, uh, you know, off to a good start uh, on the season. Um, disappointed in how the Friday night game turned out, but that's that's long, 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 uh, you know, water under the bridge. Um, we cannot hang on to that other than uh, maybe some things that we took from it. Um, but uh, we're looking forward to the second half of the year. And uh, the re- reserves, did they split this weekend? That's correct. They split. Uh, they played really, really well against Chittard. Um, High-scoring game. Both teams hitting a bunch of threes. And uh, really high-quality JV game played on Friday night. And then they came back and won uh, on Saturday night against Rising Sun as well. Coach, what are you going to do for the kids over the break uh, to give them a little time off? Well, we, we have finals the next four days. So uh, the next three days we'll be out of practice uh, at like 1230. So they're getting, uh, they'll be off earlier in the afternoon. So they'll be done and home by 3 o'clock. Um, and then we play Friday night. We have a, a team uh, camp slash party for a, for a younger group that's coming in on Saturday so our players facilitate that and then they have three days off before we practice and get ready for Franklin County and then we'll have a little three more days off uh, over the new year prior to to heading to Madison. Coach anything else this evening? No Merry Christmas to you and Sally and Happy New Year and I know you're excited to have the grandkids and everybody coming into town that'll be good huh? Same to you and uh, same to your family and uh, we will be back and see you in a couple weeks. That's right thank you so much. We'll be back after these words from our sponsor you'll listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 in your FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com we will be right back here from Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt. Treat the kids or bring a date to visit our self-serve frozen dessert and topping bar. We have frozen yogurt, gelato, Italian ice, soft frozen fruit, and also some no-sugar, non-dairy, and gluten-free options. Top it with any of our 18 topping selections, including hot fudge and hot caramel. Come in and check out our latest flavor combinations at Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt, 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Need gifts? Georgia's Pharmacy has gifts for every occasion, including birthdays, graduations, weddings, and anniversaries, or just any time you want to show you care. Best of all, Georgia's is local, so you can avoid the hassle of Cincy and Indy and still buy a nice gift. Georgia's has cards, candy, home decor, as well as a large selection of beer, wine, and spirits at every Georgia's, and a full floral department at their Batesville and Brookville stores. 
So if you need to buy a gift or flowers, just remember George's. This holiday season, entertain your friends and family in style with new Whirlpool appliances from Garings. At Garings, we have a wide selection of Whirlpool ranges designed to ignite your passion for cooking. Keep your produce fresh and organized with a new Whirlpool refrigerator. And when the day is done, relax and let your Whirlpool dishwasher quietly take care of all your dirty work. Impress your guests with the premium quality and unique styling Whirlpool has to offer. Come into Garings now and start entertaining in style. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Joe Adams, Franklin County girls basketball coach. And, uh, Coach, uh, I know I saw the Tuesday night uh, ball game. You got a little shell-shocked at the beginning when Batesville uh, hit you with uh, some uh, long shots and got, got you down. But uh, your girls' credit, they came fighting back, just didn't have quite enough firepower that evening. No, you're right. When you use the word shell shock, we did. They did. They came out a little more ready than us. You know, they got some easy transition baskets, and then when you get some easy transition baskets, it makes your half court offense work a little better. And they hit some tough shots on us, which I mean, you know, it's credit to them. You know, they had a few days to get ready for us, and they're at home, and, and they were ready for us. But I think at halftime we made some adjustments. We seemed a little more ready at that point. I think we were a little nervous. It's a big conference game, you know, Batesville, Franklin County, kind of a rivalry there. So we came out and played better in the second half. But when you're you're down. 13, 15, it's really hard to storm all the way back and then be able to take the lead, especially against a really good team like Batesville. You know, they got Ellie Wachter, who can score from the outside, and you have Hattie Westerfeld on the inside, who is just really, really hard to guard. She's just so, so big and athletic that it was just we couldn't get the lead once we cut it a little bit. Coach, how are you doing uh, so far this season? Not bad. We're 4-7. and seven. We've lost some, some close games that I think if, if we'd have played them later in the season, I think we probably would have turned those losses into wins. We're not bad. We're getting some some experience. So, you know, Abby Orschel's coming back from her knee injury from last year. So I think she's finally getting the rust knocked off of her a little bit. And we have some juniors and seniors who haven't had a ton of varsity experience. We're finally getting that varsity experience. And I think the nerves are finally subsiding a little bit for them. So I think we're about to hit the gauntlet here at the beginning of the, of the next year with our, our conference play. So I think it's it's going to be an interesting test. But we're doing better. We're getting better each game, which is what you really, what you really want. I think we're better now than when we played Rising Sun. So I think that's really the goal. I was impressed with some of the younger girls that played in that JV game that night. I know there, a lot of them were freshmen, but uh, especially the Gilman girl, mm-hmm. very strong on the boards. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, they've lost two games so far, but they looked really. That was probably their best game against Batesville because Batesville's got a, a, a good JV team as well. And I thought we came out. It was kind of the opposite of the the varsity game. We yeah. came out ready to to play and and hit some shots. And the Gilman girls played really well. She's actually dressed varsity the the last few games because she's just a a really good athlete. She's strong. She handles the ball. She can shoot it a little bit from the outside. But, yeah, so our JV is, has looked really good so far. I'm impressed with what they've done. She's got quite a family tradition. Well, yeah, that's the thing. She's, yeah, a lot, a lot of expectations there. <laughs> uh, Coach, who do you have left before Christmas? So we have this Friday, we have Columbus East at home, which is going to be a tough game. That's, that's the thing about our schedule. There's really no easy games in there anywhere. So we'll have Columbus East. And then the following Friday, or, yeah, Friday we will go and play at Indian Creek, we'll be in a tournament there, so it'll be us. We'll play Indian Creek, and then Bishop Chatard, I believe, and Bloomington North on the other side of that bracket. So we'll play the the winner or loser based on how we do, and then we come back. It's a tough schedule the next day. We play Oldenburg and that and that doubleheader. So we got a lot, a lot to uh, to get done before the new year rolls around. So we got a lot of good opponents coming up. 
Who's leading your team in the different statistical areas? So Abby Orschel's leading us. She's averaging about 10 points a game right now, Hope, hoping to get her field goal percentage up a little bit. But then we have Jenna Orschel, who's averaging about seven and a half, eight rebounds a game, which is really good considering she's undersized. But, I mean, she's had 13 rebounds, 10, 11 rebound games, so she's done a really good job. Also probably our best defender, Ashlyn Hill's leading us in steals. She averages about one a game, and she's done a lot of good things for us as well. So we, uh, that's the good thing is we're balanced. We have girls leading different categories. We don't just have one girl doing everything for us. Uh, the Christmas break uh, coming up, uh, always a balance of mm-hmm. how many times you have to practice and right. when you can give the girls off. What do you got on plan for the break? Right, yeah. So um, I'll, we'll, we'll play this weekend, and then we'll take off. We'll probably practice Saturday, and then we'll have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. And I think, I believe Wednesday is the 26th, so then we'll come back and get ready for our, our Christmas tournament on Friday at Indian Creek. So that's, that's a tough balance is giving them time off to, to recover, but also not too much time where they're out of shape and they come back and they're winded and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's a, it's a real tough balance. Uh, Coach, the EIAC, uh, I thought that there was going to be some teams that uh, this year may not be as good as they were in the past years, but then I see where Connorsville starting to get better mm-hmm, each game out, mm-hmm. and Rushville seems to be close to being back to what they were a few years mm-hmm, ago. Absolutely. And, and uh, South Dearborn struggling a little bit, but they're not losing by large no, margins. So. No, yeah, no, it's 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 tough. It's a tough conference just all all the way around because I, I thought maybe the Lawrenceburg Connorsville game would kind of tell us where we are, but I saw Lawrenceburg wins by two, and then they turn around and beat Rushville, and Rushville had a 13 point lead on them, and it's just, and then and then baseball played East Central and Greensburg close, so it's just a really this is a really tough <laughs> yeah, conference all the way around. Yeah, there's there's no uh, nights when you can go in and say we can uh, try some things tonight. Yeah, there's no no nights to coast or anything yeah. like that. It's pretty tough. Yeah, how are the uh, reserves? You said the reserves just lost two games. Yeah, uh, so they, they've lost to East Central and Lawrenceburg, which the Lawrenceburg game was pretty close. I think could have gone either way, yeah. but they've done really well. They're well coached. Dave Robinson does a great job for them, and I think. It's a good thing for us. It's good. It gives us a bright future to look forward to. Yeah, it definitely does. And uh, are you playing some C and freshman games? Yeah, we are. So we have um, we actually have a, a freshman game tonight. So our freshman team is, I think, three and one. We lost to baseball in a close game too. So that's that's a good thing. That was a goal of mine when I got there was to have a freshman team because the more girls you have in a program, the more you have to choose from, and, and the more interest there is. So yeah, we uh, we do have some C games. Uh, Coach. Uh, one of the things I was impressed with on Tuesday night was the uh, the way, as I said, the way your girls uh, came back after getting down and not having the experience. So uh, you're you're getting the job done, and best of luck the rest sure. of the year. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, anything else before I let you go? No, I just hope you both have a good Christmas. Yeah, same to you and your family, and uh, tell your dad hello, and <laughs> I do. wish him a Merry Christmas <laughs> as will well. Will do. Thank you. And. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dow and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Krista here from Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt. Treat the kids or bring a date to visit our self-serve frozen dessert and topping bar. We have frozen yogurt, gelato, Italian ice, soft frozen fruit, and also some no-sugar, non-dairy, and gluten-free options. Top it with any of our 18 topping selections, including hot fudge and hot caramel. Come in and check out our latest flavor combinations at Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt, 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Take a deep breath. Now let it out. Easy, right? 
For many Americans who live with lung cancer, such a simple act can be a struggle. Luckily, Margaret Mary Health partners with UC Health to offer a lung cancer screening program in your area. If identified early, lung cancer cure rates drastically improve. To be eligible, you must be 55 to 80 years old and have a history of smoking. To learn more, call 812-933-3752. This is Kevin Fleetwood from Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick, and it is time for a holiday sales event. The Chevrolet Employee Discount for Everyone. You pay what we pay. At Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick, we are offering employee pricing on all 2018 Chevrolets and select 2019 Chevrolets. That's right. You pay what we pay. Employee pricing on all 2018 Chevrolets. In addition, take advantage of employee pricing on 2019 Chevrolet Colorado, Traverse, and the Equinox. If you prefer Buick, take advantage of 9% off on Enclave, 14% off on Envision, and 13% off on Encore. That's right, huge savings on these Chevrolets and Buicks through January 2nd at Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick. In addition, buy a new Chevrolet or Buick and receive free oil changes for the life of the vehicle. That's right, Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick, home of the free oil change for life. Stop in, let us earn your business, and as always, thank you for shopping at Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Aaron Garrett, Bates High School Boys Basketball Coach. Uh, coach, a tough uh, physical ball game down at Milan. And then Saturday night, uh, I don't know how any two teams can play harder than that game was played Saturday night. Yeah, and at Milan? Yeah. Milan's had a good basketball team, and they they were shooting the ball really well from deep on us in the first half, and ended up taking 29 threes over the course of the game. So that's that's a different type of opponent for us of that volume of threes, and we've had plenty of, of outings out at Milan where you know they're going to come out very fired up, and Coach Combs does a nice job, and the kids are ready to go, and that, that's a big big game for them. It's and every game's a big game for us, but if you were probably to weigh that game, it, it meant more for the Milan kids, and it really showed with their effort and intensity. So we come out, we run a good, some good action. We get Austin Seifert a wide open three, and he goes all the way in and out. They come down and hit a three. We get Robert Raver within one foot of the basket, and it spits out of his hand. And it's a, it's an air ball from one foot. They go down and hit another three. So it's one of those games where like, okay, it's, this is gonna be the type of night it's gonna be. But we, they got us down. We stayed within seven and a half, and we were able to dial the pressure in the second half and just methodically get the lead, extend the lead. I think the most we got to was 10 or 11 and held on to, to win by six, I believe. And I'm really happy with the way we did it in terms of, as I told the kids at halftime, they, they weren't flinching. Hostile environment. Shots are going in from everywhere. We made plenty of mistakes defensively. But they cleaned things up. We were able to turn them over, push the ball ahead, get some easy looks to get us going, and did a really nice job of, of driving hard to the basket. We were able to get them in foul trouble and create quite a few free throw attempts. So really, really pleased with how we responded there at Milan with everything that was thrown at us. Then on uh, Saturday night, as you said, uh, they, you were on the offensive end down on the end of the floor. I was sitting on in that first uh, quarter. And... Uh, I don't know of any of your kids maybe one time in that first quarter that anybody got a wide-open look at the basket because that uh, defense that East Central was playing was just covering everybody. Yeah, and all credit goes to, to East Central. They played very, very well defensively. Coach Desro has them well coached. But 
the last five minutes of the first quarter and the first minute of the second quarter is quite frankly where we lost the basketball game. The rest of the way, the, the second half was dead even. We took a point off the lead in the second quarter overall, but I mean, there was a possession, and I charted this yesterday, where we go up seven to four after Austin hits a three. Then we come down, we have a zero pass attack, we have a turnover, we have a miss three, a miss three, a miss shot with no reversal, turnover, and then four straight missed three-pointers. Now, a couple of those were okay looks, but not as early in the possession as they were taken. Our identity is going to be where if, if we can attack in the open floor, the defense is broken, and we're ahead in the possession, we've got all kinds of skill and decision makers. So absolutely, we'll go attack in that first three to seven seconds. But if a defense is back or we don't have the, the body advantage outnumbering them, it may be a possession like after the timeout where we took a minute 15 off the clock and we scored a tough shot with RJ getting a pass from Tyler Myers right in the middle of the paint. And that's going to be our identity because, quite frankly, as you look at what we want to accomplish, Greensburg's going to be in the way of that. And we just can't get in a, a scoring match with Greensburg because that feeds into their strength, what they want to do. So we've got to continue to develop our identity. And, and outside of that, I mean, we played well. We only had, I think, five turnovers. They out-rebound us because we, we shot 36% from the floor. So that leads to a lot of rebounds. They did a good job boxing out and rebounded. And they shot 66% overall. They shot four of seven from three. So what I told the guys, what I was impressed with, is we played that type of game, shot at that poorly, some of it by our decision-making, poor decision-making, a lot of it by East Central's really good defense. And we were still within four points late. I had a chance to be within four, four, four points late if a basket goes in. And then one of the most <clears throat> unusual calls, and I, I told everybody, um, from where I was, I couldn't see it as well as you did. But when you know when a referee doesn't call it technically on he missed the call. I won't say much about the officiating. <laughs> I mean, the thing that, that and, and Coach, you know how it is. Yeah. And I failed on Saturday because whenever I get that involved with the officials, I'm not sure I've ever won one of those games, right? But I, it just got me going because I'd seen two of the same officials in the Columbus the night before when I scouted the Columbus East, Columbus North game. Quite frankly, just miss some of the same calls that you just can't miss at that level in a game of that magnitude. And the one guy especially, it's, it's more about him than it is about the kids on the floor. And I'll give you an example. That block charge call, it, it, he saw it how way he saw it, right? Yeah. But it sure looked, and it was the exact same way the night before where a kid was there, in our case with Sam Vagley, was there very much anticipating, took the charge, and, and then you got this official dancing off the baseline, making it very demonstrative and one block call and then when he says he won't talk to me that that got me fired up but with all that being said as i told the guys tonight i've got to do a better job of staying away from that nonsense because it doesn't help it doesn't help us but and with with some of the calls or non-calls made and robert raver especially i mean it, it's it is getting irritating to see robert just get beat up and then there's touch fouls for and ones on the other end and robert right into the, the half right in front of you robert followed a shot he puts it back. There's no whistle, and he's on his back by the end of it. Yeah. Whereas right before that, on our end, there was an and one with with not much of a touch. If there was a touch, so at the end of the day, it's it's again, it's that mental toughness I like out of our kids. They play through all that against a good opponent, a well coached opponent, and not take anything away from Essential whatsoever. They won that basketball game, but we were right there at the end to contest for it. So that's exciting. Uh, Coach. Uh I, I haven't seen all your games, obviously, this year, but if there's a better uh, offensive ball player right now than the Becker kid, I'm, I don't, I don't want to see him. Well, what was tough is 
some athletic finishes. They shot it better than they did when we scattered all their games coming in. And obviously the Collinsworth kid is, is just something you have to pay attention to and you have to adjust your defensive schemes. So we did. We were trying to swarm him out. And, and the boys, we watched that, that same five-minute stretch, and that's the only film we watched today. I mean, they realized just how poor our rotation was. Effort could have been much better because you see in the second half, they don't hit another three. No. So it's it's a valuable lesson learned, hopefully, and unfortunately it took a loss to learn it. But, yeah, the Becker kid was solid. Um, Maxwell did some nice things just to facilitate, and Collinsworth anchors their entire offense by having to commit a body, and a lot of times if he catches it, two bodies and, and flooding from behind. And they made us pay on that on in the first half, and we never became that margin they created. Coach, you got uh, Union County this week, uh, tomorrow night, and then uh, you got some time off before that in uh, Columbus East. Uh, I think with uh, the varsity you got now, that's going to be a valuable time off for you to give some kids a little chance to give their body a little bit of a rest. Tell us what you know about Union County. They, in their last game, they shot 12-24 from three. Oh, boy. So much. it'll be a lot like Milan where there's going to be a, large, a, a very large volume of threes taken. So that means we have to be tight in our, our box out because a lot of those shots, when they are missed, are going are to be long rebounds. And they've got two guys that are very, very comfortable right now, a lot of confidence shooting the three. So obviously we worked on those closeouts tonight. We worked on closing all the way out, not coming up short where they can still get a, a shot over you. So I've got a lot of, a lot of confidence in our, in our guys in terms of the, they always learn. They fail forward, as we like to teach them. So I'm really excited to watch our, our defense tomorrow night against those shooters. And at that point, if we run them off their three-point shot, I've got a lot of confidence in our rotation, our length on the backside. And I think it'll, be, it'll provide something that maybe Union County hasn't seen on their schedule at this point that, that we can do defensively with our backline guys. But we're going to have to have a, a great attention to detail there on those three-point shooters. It was good to see Saturday night that uh, Tyler Mars was uh, getting some confidence in some shots and taking some that he has to take in your offense when they're available. Yeah, Tyler's a good offensive player, and Tyler's one of those 95 percenters, I call it. Even the really good players, truly with the amount of time the ball's in their hands, a lot of even really good players, it's, it's sometimes less than 5% that they really have the ball in their hands when you take it over the course of 32 minutes. And Tyler does so many little things for us in terms of calling offensive actions, calling a shooter to come off his screen calling for a slip, making the extra pass, getting guys in the right spot to run a set we want to run. So Tyler Tyler's very, very important for us. He knows he's important. His teammates knows he's important. As you know as a coach, sometimes it doesn't show up in the box score in terms of points. But my goodness, he's, he's a big block. He can block shots for us. He's a big rebounder for us. And as you really watch off the ball closely, he sets a lot of different screens that lead to actions that get us points. And he's never got an easy kid to guard on the other end. No, and, we, and then we put him on the point of that 12 press to where I mean, he exerts a lot of effort. But you saw there in the one stretch on Saturday, I mean, we turned East Central over four different times in just the second quarter. And a lot of that is Tyler continued to get tips. He, he batted the one and was able to get it to him and go down and get to the free throw line on that shot. So he, he makes a lot of things go for us on both ends. And really proud of him in terms of how much he's matured and just, just how he's evolved as a basketball player. But you never have to question the effort with Tyler. And uh, Columbus East over the Christmas uh, break, uh, I'm sure they're long and athletic again. They're really good. So it's, it's going to be another opportunity where tomorrow night we have a chance to go out and correct some things we didn't do very well on Saturday in terms of covering the perimeter. And then when Columbus East comes in, 
the challenge I'm going to present to the boys is, is it another opponent that maybe on paper they should beat us, but are we going to play them tough and, and lose down the stretch again? Or are we going to finally come together and find some ways to be successful to where we played a, a tough opponent and we get a tough win? So we're sitting here at 3-3 three and three on the season. And, and I didn't realize this, but I guess our Sagarin ranking in, in Class 3A is, is I think, 12th. Because our schedule is tough, but doggone it, I'm tired of just playing with good teams. We gotta, we gotta pretty quickly find out how to how to beat good teams. Uh, Coach, uh, your practice schedule. What are you gonna do uh, between uh, the game Tuesday and the game with Columbus East? Like you know, especially Robert Raver can use some rest. So we we'll, we will practice on Wednesday after school after the game on Tuesday, and that'll be quite frankly to get some shots up, start to kind of do our winter break breakdown of what we want to correct offensively and it'll pretty much be that night will be almost all skill development and offense in terms of fine-tuning some things and starting to introduce some new things as we want to hit the new year with then they're off thursday i'm going to bring them in friday we're going to at 12:30 meet the high school we're going to go up and watch a movie at greensburg come back do a couple of team building activities to to fill the guys with quite frankly a lot of a lot of positivity in terms of appreciate each other I know after the loss of coaching this this season at Beach Grove, I'm much more appreciative to be able to be doing what I'm doing. And I love these guys. I love them to death, and we're going to spend some time doing that. Then we're going to feed them, which will probably back up a pizza truck and all kinds <laughs> of things to, to feed these guys because they can really eat. And then we'll end it with a T-shirt exchange. And we've, we've done that even back when Coach Sievert was here. I simply stole his idea where a guy brings a, a T-shirt in his size wrapped with no name on it so it's kind of luck of the draw and the seniors get to go last so the seniors walk out with some pretty nice t-shirts the freshmen it's a mixed it's a mixed bag right some of the t-shirts i think have been floating around since coach <laughs> coach seifert so it's just a fun it's it's a fun day to to spend some time with them be off the court with them and they're a close-knit group they like being around each other and as as their coaching staff we sure like being around them so we'll do that and then we get into the break but we'll, we'll practice right after the day after Christmas in terms of getting ready for that game that's on that Friday. Uh, Coach, uh, the reserves and uh, freshmen uh, played in games in the past week. Our reserves obviously have. Yeah, and I put this in the parent email this morning to get ready for the week. I'm proud of both groups. The freshmen, they got to the championship game of the tournament on Saturday we hosted. And you can tell guys are getting more comfortable being in new roles in terms of We've got, a, we've got a couple guys that are up at the JV level, so that just shuffles everything around. And it's really good to see some of those guys just get more comfortable and, and play well. And at the JV level, was pretty disappointed with them at Milan in terms of I, I didn't think we played with any strength whatsoever. I'm not saying skill, right? I'm saying just with, yeah. with strength, with pivots and passing and, and catching and passing with two hands and just not spitting the ball up in turnovers. So we really challenged them on Friday. And they came out on Saturday and got a 20-plus point win over East Central. Oh, my goodness. Same group of kids, right? Yeah. But definitely a renewed effort level, a renewed intensity. The ball was being shared. Turnovers were much lower. And guys got a, guys were able to use their skill set because they were able to, to be able to, to execute where they're comfortable on the floor because they were executing together, not one guy trying to drive through three guys to score. So it was really, really f- good after our tough loss to go over there and watch the JV team really come together and play well so that that team will round into shape so very pleased with how they're doing because again freshmen are bumped up into that level we've got some guys up at our level that would be playing jv but they're playing for us and they've acclimated well and they're starting to see that consistent continued effort always pays off it may and as i told them i don't care about the scoreboard 
I want to see good process playing to the best of their ability. And a lot of times the scoreboard has a way of taking care of itself, as it did on Saturday when they do that. Uh, Coach, uh, any good news on the uh, Colt Mar front? We won't know anything more, Coach, until they go back for a scan in, in that first or second week of, of January. January. He feels good. Now, obviously, he's very restricted in terms of he's in that brace all the time. I joke with him. He's, he's probably got an inch taller already just as it corrects his, <laughs> helps him keep his, his good posture. But I'm just hoping for Colt's sake, period, even if he's not back with us this year, it's not a surgery route to where it delays things even further because that young man loves basketball. He's worked so hard. He's so skilled. And we did activity tonight where, quite frankly, I wanted to hear what the guys had to say. So they kind of led the film session during that segment from the game Saturday. And Colt is a high, high IQ guy basketball-wise. He'll make a great coach down the road if that's the route he goes. So, of course, if we, we hope to get him back and, and hope his health returns so he can do what he really, really loves to do, which is play basketball. And that will really help the rotation. Yeah, it's just, quite frankly, he's... A, he's one of our most skilled, smartest offensive guys. So, I mean, he does things, can see the floor in a way. It just makes everything easier for everybody. Now, on a, on a side note there, as you bring that up, and, and you've got a keen eye for it too, I've been so impressed with our sophomore point guard, RJ. With, with not having Colt to run with, he's got Trey and Austin running with, Charlie Dice comes in and helps on the perimeter. But RJ's had to play some heavy minutes and really run the show for me. And, and does a nice job of it, and, and is not getting rattled. His his assist to turnover is really really good for the position he's in at that age. So really pleased. Now it is. Um, Charlie got a really good chance this summer when Robert got hurt. Colt goes down. So now RJ is is really commanding most of the point guard responsibilities, and it's and if it's going to all pay off. So if we do get Colt back, we add quite a weapon to a rotation that's been developed, and we can be a little bit have a little bit more depth to go with the guys that are playing well for us now. And I was impressed with, uh, well, that basket that he got that you mentioned when you were down to East Central in that second quarter. But just the talking, hearing him calling things out as he came down the floor. And uh, that takes some basketball skill for a sophomore. Yeah, and he's, he's shown the knack to really get to be able to slice through the lane and finish in a, in a variety of different ways, using that length as his basketball intellect, getting the right angle. So it, it's been impressive. And the exciting thing is, you know how sophomores are, man, he'll just get better and better and better. So I'm, I'm already turning more over to him than I anticipated doing, but he's rewarded me every time with his play, his effort, and it's just going to be exciting to watch him grow. Uh, Coach, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you and your family, and anything else before we let you go this year? Oh, evening? my goodness, I can't believe it's already, it's already <laughs> that time in it with the holiday season. But I, I appreciate you guys, you and Kaz, working with me last week to be able to go see um, – Blake Walsman played. He put on a monster performance, had 28 points and 20 rebounds. And, and, Coach, you'll appreciate this. There's not very many passes made to Blake. And there's definitely no sets ran for Blake. So a lot of that is just sheer effort going after those rebounds, getting loose balls, and just creating his own offense. And it just brought back good memories, right? And on a day where, unfortunately, we lost a, a dear friend in the coaching profession, it was nice to be in the gym and and kind of had my spirits lifted watching a Blake Walsman play and play with such passion for the game. And it's and like I said earlier in the interview, um, with the holiday season upon us especially, I mean, just thankful to be healthy, just thankful to be able to work with these kids and have the group I do have because they're a special, special group to me personally. And they're going to they're gonna round into a very, very solid basketball team because, as you know, effort will lead them there. Definitely. And that's what they continue to give. So happy holidays to the Raver family. Thank you so Enjoyed. much. Enjoyed. I'll actually 
are we off for two weeks or one radio two, show wise? Two. Yeah, so I'll miss you. Yeah. And then we'll uh we want to keep you away from Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> that would not go over well with the wife, coach. But uh the kids. <laughs> always enjoy being here and, and look forward to seeing you guys on in two thousand nineteen. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI one oh three point nine FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Krista here from Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt. Treat the kids or bring a date to visit our self-serve frozen dessert and topping bar. We have frozen yogurt, gelato, Italian ice, soft frozen fruit, and also some no-sugar, non-dairy, and gluten-free options. Top it with any of our 18 topping selections, including hot fudge and hot caramel. Come in and check out our latest flavor combinations at Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt, 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Did you know pollen in your home can be reduced? Hi, this is Scott Lamping. With regular sea care, Hurt and Elko can help allergy symptoms. The team at Hurt and Elko can also keep you healthy with a new Lennox Home Comfort System. Right now, you can get up to $1,500 in rebates with the purchase of a Lennox Home Comfort System. See us for details. At Hurt and Elko, we take care of your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical needs. At Hurt and Elko, we do more. Santa Claus may see you when you're sleeping, but it's our job to protect you around the clock. Choose ETC Security this holiday season and get a system for just $50. Or choose a security system with home automation, including a lamp module and electronic deadbolt for $150. A 36-month service agreement is required and monthly monitoring fees apply. Call 866-ETC-4YOU or visit etczone.com to learn more. Offer available to new residential or business security customers through December 31st. Terms and conditions may apply. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We'll check with Ed Johnson. Oberg Academy was scheduled to be on this evening. Evidently, there was some communication error. Something came up that Ed could not uh, help being here, but we'll get Ed on uh, sometime in uh, the latter part of the girls' season. We want to thank all the coaches who came this evening. We want to thank our sponsors who make this all possible. We want to thank John and WRBI for keeping us on the air. We want to thank Cecil and his crew for allowing us to be here. We want to thank you for listening in. As you heard the coaches say, we're going to be off for the next two weeks. It's uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, so we'll see you again on January 7th. A lot of basketball between now and January uh, 7th to be played in the area. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area, whether it's uh, first graders or seniors in high school. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year from all of us here at uh, Coach's Corner and WRBI. Good night, everyone. The Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana, Country 103.9 WRBI. Thank you for listening to Coach's Corner, Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, live from Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. See you next time.